0: alignment, ease, effortless, did those words get your attention? The truth is that might be the exact opposite to how business feels to you right now. You may be hustling it out, feeling like you need to do all the things, wondering how on earth you're going to grow when it already feels so unsustainable to keep going like this. It might feel like you've been swimming upstream this entire time, but what if there was a different way to create results? We're here today to tell you there is because we believe you're not actually broken and neither is your business. Even if you're constantly thinking that something must be wrong with you, your marketing, or both, you may be one simple shift away from creating a thriving life and business that feels good to you and has more results to show for it. to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Caitlin Kessler. Caitlin is a mindset coach for business owners who are ready to shift into more aligned, profitable, and effortless business. With a background in neuro linguistic programming, life and success coaching, and a love for personal development, Caitlin helps her clients and students create success at the subconscious level and grow beyond their current beliefs. Caitlin, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to, to chat.
0: Yes, I am as well. So i read your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words. Can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, the kind of keywords that I really focus on are aligned, profitable, and effortless. And that really stemmed from just knowing, from believing, from feeling so strongly that we're really supposed to have a lot more fun and enjoy life more and feel more ease and feel more flow. And it doesn't have to be this like struggle hard thing all the time. And I know what it's like, you know, to do the opposite, to be addicted to this, this story or this pattern of you know, hard work and struggle and rise and grind and, you know, all these things. But I also have experienced what it's like to live on the other side of that and just really be in this place of, I know things are working out. I'm operating from alignment and, and, Kind of have that magic unfold in, in business and in life. And I feel really passionate about helping other women business owners experience that too, because working really hard all the time is just, it's not it for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think I was following you way back when you were doing design work. And mm. I think I heard you on a podcast like ages ago. And you were talking about building a business that felt more aligned and really the shift to doing more retainer-based design work. Um, And then, of course, now you are doing coaching work. So can you tell us, kind of fill in the gaps for us there and tell us a little bit about your journey and what that looked like for you? Because I am just so fascinated by your story.
1: Oh, I love that. Thank you. Um, and yes, I would love to. So I really, I guess in a way, like lived this example of continuing to find what's aligned for you, growing and evolving and letting that be okay um, in you know your business decisions and choices. So when I started my business, I it wasn't really like this intentional thing that I thought about. I just saw other graphic designers offering branding and I was like, oh, I can do that there wasn't like this consideration of, do I want to do that? Would I like doing that? Like none of that came into play Mm. Was Oh, I could do that. I'll do that. And the first year in my business was really hard. It was, I, I mean, I got some clients, but I struggled to really make a living and I just didn't feel great all the time. And I felt like it wasn't, you know, a zone of excellence or a zone of genius or any of those things. It just felt difficult. And near the end of that year, I was talking to a client, the only branding client who had said, hey, I don't know what to do with this now that we're done. Can you stick around and design, you know, PDFs and content upgrades and things like that? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, sure. No big deal. I said to her on a call, I was like, I wish there was more people like you. Like, this is Mm. such fun work. And she was just like, well, there are more people like me. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a shift. I was like, what? <laughs> like it just had never dawned on me that there was like another option, you know? And so that's what really triggered this shift into doing the retainer work, which I did for the next uh, like four years. And um, I've, I've spoken a lot about that in the past, about the space and the freedom that that gave me. I was working, you know, probably like 20 hours a week or so. And in that time, I got to continue to work on other passions of mine, like personal development and things like NLP and all the kind of where woo-woo stuff and mindset stuff overlap, like all yes. of that. And, and that kind of led me to realizing that there's something even more aligned for me, which was coaching. That's
0: like so fantastic. And I just love how that all weave together so beautifully because I think that a lot of the time when we're in the beginning of our business, when things feel really difficult, like you said that they were feeling, it's almost hard to see a way out of it. And it's really Mm -hmm. difficult to be like, well, there are all these other people out there who are like hugely successful in this thing that I am currently doing. And why doesn't it feel like I think it should? Or why doesn't it feel aligned and good? Or why have I never considered that there was another option out there. And I think that it really does come down to, in a way, trusting that the path will unfold the way it's meant to. And I don't mean that from a perspective of like, let's sit on our hands and wait and see what happens. Like, of course you were taking action along the way, but I think that there is just something so beautiful about, it's really difficult to see how it all comes together and that it's always twenty twenty hindsight. And sometimes it ends up being even better than the path you could have predicted for yourself. So I just love so much how that all flowed. And I just think it's such an incredible story.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I honestly could not agree more. When I first sort of started thinking about coaching, when like that was a very small seed in the back of my mind, I started my own podcast and I I didn't know what I wanted the point of the podcast to be when I, I just like kept coming up against this idea of like, you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast. And I couldn't figure out like why. And so eventually I landed on this thing where I did this basically like a retrospective of everything I had done in my business so far and in doing that, exactly what you're saying about the hindsight being 2020, it was suddenly so easy for me to see how all of these dots connected and to see how, of course, this happened this way. And look at how amazing this decision was here and things like that. And honestly, that experience of going through my business kind of in-depth like that has given me so much trust in where I'm at right now and where I'll be in the future and things like that, knowing that something is always unfolding and it's always going to be something so magical that I couldn't predict. So why not just enjoy where I'm at right now, because it'll be amazing when I look back on it in a year or five years or whatever.
0: Totally. And I think that I've had this feeling sometimes where I'm like, well, that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Or like, what if this doesn't turn out the way I want it to? And the question that always comes to mind there is, yeah, like, what if it turns out even better? It's just one of those things where we're really quick to go to the negative there. But there's so much potential for it to end up even better than what our little human (laughs) controlling brains like to think sometimes. (laughs) And (laughs) I just think that there's something like so incredible in that.
1: Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. I even sometimes I notice that I like I try to start figuring it out, like almost like if I was watching a movie, I like want to fast forward to the end a little bit and be like, Mm. oh, like I bet this is why this is happening because I meant to learn this. And then I like kind of go down these thought spirals and it's never negative. It's always like how interesting, like I I wonder if I'm supposed to learn more about X, Y, Z thing or whatever. And I've gotten to this point where I'm like, even that's me trying to control it. Why don't I just like sit back a little bit and enjoy
0: it? (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I totally resonate with that. So I'm curious to hear, is there one mindset shift that's made the biggest difference for you as you've gone through your business journey?
1: Yes. And it's been one that I think I've had to learn a few times over and over again before it really stuck, which is probably how most (laughs) shifts Mm -hmm. come about. (laughs) But um, I think if I could like phrase it concisely, it would say, I'm not broken. Like I'm not doing it wrong. I'm not wrong for feeling this way or being interested in this. And Ooh. in recognizing that, has given me so much power to see my strengths, see my uniqueness, see my perspective, see how that's okay, that's good, that's interesting, that's helpful, versus thinking that there's something wrong because I don't love XYZ thing or because I'm not totally great at this other thing or whatever. Being like, actually, here's where I'm so, so whole and perfect and wonderful. I'm not broken. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is like such a
1: powerful shift. And I'm
0: curious to hear, do you have any like examples of how this has shown up for you that really illustrate this concept really well? I think that a lot of times in our business, there are certain things that make us feel broken or um, certain platforms or certain, I don't know, like just just like triggers basically yeah. <laughs> that really make us think like, oh, like, maybe I'm broken. Like maybe I can't do this, or maybe this isn't the way it's meant to play out. And I'm curious to hear what some of those lessons were that allowed you to shift this into really believing that you're not broken.
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest one has been when I, when I shifted into coaching. So my design business was very successful. I, like I said, I was working, you know, 20 hours a week was hitting the the coveted six figure mark and all of that. And when I shifted into coaching, there was unbeknownst to me until I really dug in a lot of maybe imposter syndrome or whatever you want to call it about how I got to that success marker, like how I got to those things because I didn't use an amazing marketing plan and I didn't have like Excel spreadsheets (laughs) and all of these (laughs) things. And I really did focus on the mindset work, the inner work, but for some reason I wasn't connecting how aligned that was for me going into coaching and what I wanted to coach on and what I wanted to help people with. I made it wrong or broken or bad that I couldn't say like, and here's what you'll post on Instagram or here's the emails to send or whatever, right? because I didn't have those things, but I thought that it was wrong that I didn't have those things. And it's taken so much um, work to recognize how unaligned that would actually be for me, because that's not what I believe makes the difference. I believe the mindset work makes the difference. And that's how I have got my success. And so it's so not broken. It's so perfectly aligned that that would be what I would help others with. And it sounds really obvious when I say it, but like it was a big breakthrough for me to realize that.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so interesting how, again, it's just that instance of feeling like, well, the, this is the way everyone does it. So this mm-hmm. must be the way that I need to do it, right? Yes. And I think that part of it is really questioning that. Like, I think that's one of those mindset skills that I've really developed over time in my business. And my husband is a huge questioner too. So I feel like I get it from both sides. Awesome. <laughs> but I think that it's just that kind of... um And I don't even mean it from like a like overthinking and obsessing kind of way, because you can definitely take this to an extreme. But I just mean Mm -hmm. from a questioning of like, is this really how it needs to be done? Is this really what feels most aligned to me? Like. Mm -hmm. Am I sure this is actually what I want? Like, those are all super useful questions when it comes to building a business because there's just so much noise out there. There's just Mm -hmm. so much information and it can get really overwhelming really quickly. And Mm -hmm. I think that all of that overwhelm (laughs) leads us to, to almost forming this very concise opinion that this is the way it has to be done, (laughs) or at least it did for me. And that really makes you believe that, you know, as a coach, you need to be showing up in these ways. Or in order to have a successful business, you need to have 40 freebies and the spreadsheets <laughs> and the templated yeah. emails and the course modules and the one-on-one, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm literally just rattling off things here, but that's because this is just so prevalent in mm-hmm. this industry. Mm-hmm. And especially in the online space where... It can just be so useful to take a step back and say, okay, if there weren't any rules, if there wasn't any specific blueprint or formula or way that I think that I have to do this – What feels easiest and most aligned to me? What feels like something that comes, you know, with relative ease or that I'm already really good at that I want to really allow to flow through my business instead of fighting that kind of like uphill battle where we think like, well, this, like, this is too easy. It must be harder. So let me take a 180 and go in the other direction.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I've definitely tried that too. And that is, that's in my opinion, the least effective way. (laughs) Not by making it harder. That's for sure. But yeah, I totally, totally agree. I think we like, we come up with these kind of boxes and we're like, oh, this is what you have to do to be this. This is what you have to do to be this. And the truth is, that's not true. <laughs> like, that's not a fact. There's always somebody that's doing something different and unique. And sometimes I like to think about the fact that the biggest names in our industry or the people we look up to, they weren't following necessarily someone's like four-step thing. They might have learned that four-step thing and then made it their own and adapted it and make it work for them. But there's kind of like a reason that they stood out it's because they did it their way. And so I constantly remind myself, like, yes maybe learn from others and absorb, but like, you've always got to do it in a way that works for you. There's a quote, one of my favorite quotes that's come up a lot recently. So I feel like I'm meant to say it. It's from the like artist Picasso. And he says, learn the rules like a pro so you can uh, break them like an artist. And I feel like that's really how I feel about business. Sure, like learn some of the ideas that exist in business, right? But basically do it your way. So.
0: Oh my gosh, I literally just got chills. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That quote very deeply resonates. And Mm. I think, I mean, part of that is the fact that like I went to art school, so I like very much understand.
1: Wait, why do we not talk about that? Totally. Me too. I I learned that. That and um, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission were my two big takeaways from art school. Both
0: of those are very valuable.
1: (laughs) Different. Yeah. In different ways. Valuable. Yes.
0: (laughs) But yeah, like it's just so true because I think that's really what I mean, not only does that help us to create like a more aligned business and more aligned Mm -hmm. offers, but it's also what helps us to stand out, quite frankly. Like if we just pick up what the last person was doing or just pick up what we think we're supposed to be doing, like. The odds are pretty good that that's not going to feel great Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. when things don't feel great we inherently resist them
1: (laughs) whether we do that
0: consciously or subconsciously so it really is about finding the way that it works for us now I'm not saying that sometimes that is isn't uncomfortable I can I'll be the first to raise my hand and tell you I've been uncomfortable as fuck in my business (laughs) in certain times and instances and it was really you know the situations that I needed to learn the lessons I needed to learn and to grow and really step into that next level. So I don't mean to say that in a way that it's bad, but Mm -hmm. I think that there is something about like micro versus macro here where it's Mm -hmm. like, is it overall just not what I want to be doing or not what I want, you know, my version of success to look like versus like, is this Action uncomfortable, but going to move me closer to what I want overall. And I just think that that's such an important differentiation to make there Um, when it comes to like knowing when to break the rules and knowing when to. Um, kind of like stay the course, if that makes sense.
1: I totally. I think an example that I have from my business is like Instagram stories, like showing my face on Instagram stories. That which just sounds like a silly thing, but a year ago that was really scary for me and really hard for me. And I could have said, "Oh, it's just not aligned for me," but I knew that it was. I knew when I envisioned the business owner I wanted to be, the business I wanted to run, the impact I wanted to have that that. Was going to be an essential ingredient. I needed to get comfortable with video. I needed to get comfortable with connecting with people in that way. And so to me, like that was an opportunity to do the work to get, you know, work through some of the fears around uh, judgment and all these things versus being like, that's just not aligned. I'm just not going to do it (laughs) kind of thing.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. That's such a good example. And I really resonate with that because I also had a ton of mindset stuff in the way when it came to showing up on video. And I think Mm -hmm. that a lot of my, well, it was definitely twofold. I think the first one, it was just getting more comfortable with using my voice in my business because I think Mm -hmm. that I very much just felt like I should be able to build a business. With, like in the background basically and hide behind my laptop and never actually have to talk to anyone or, <laughs> or do like anything mildly uncomfortable when it came to, you know, speaking up or voicing my opinions. And as you can imagine, it's very difficult to build a business without those things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so definitely. I definitely had that element to it. But I think that the other part of it, and this really goes back to what we're Talking about overall and like not being broken was really thinking that I had to show up on Instagram stories in a certain way. Mm, And to me, that was sort of all of these restrictions that I was putting on myself. Like I had to, you know, have the perfect makeup on and my hair had to look good. And I needed to, you know, make sure that I had headphones in and the tripod was set up. And like, I, I literally had like a list of requirements in my head. (laughs) And of course these were like mostly subconscious. Like, I'm not sure I actually made a list of these things, you know, Right. Yeah. but I mean, they were all of these barriers that I had built up to just doing the damn thing. And of course, we know that like the more we take action, the more we practice, the more we show up, the more we get comfortable in our business, the easier those things flow over time. But totally. it's that I wasn't even giving myself a chance to let that happen because I had so many barriers in the way. And it's just so funny now because now I like show up on Instagram stories after a workout. I'm literally still sweating. And I'm just like, here's what's coming up for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I totally, totally, totally agree with all of that. And I love that you kind of said like barriers from keeping us from, you know, showing up. And to me, like the those ideas of like the barriers are really all of these things that are just like here's why I'm not good enough. Here's why I'm unworthy. Here's why everyone's going to hate me. Like all of these things are just not true and are this reflection of some thinking that you're broken, thinking that you're wrong. And so when you can shift that and realize like, I'm so good, like there's literally, <laughs> like, I'm so whole, I'm so complete, I'm so not broken, then those things start to to kind of fade away and disappear because you just get this kind of I don't know. I picture it like this—not heavy in a bad way, but like this kind of like heaviness in like in like in my body. Of like yes, like a security almost um, of like I am rooted, like I am good, I am here, I am whole, like I am ready to go, kind of thing. If that makes any sense?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's almost like an anchor or like yeah. like the feeling grounded, like the roots of a tree. Right? Um, mm-hmm. I picture like this really like any really big trees, right, have like wild root systems where you can tell Mm -hmm. they like span far and wide. And I think that's, that's almost what we cultivate in our business as well, is like every time we take that kind of uncomfortable action, I see it as like growing another root in the system. Whereas over time, when you grow enough roots, you just feel like so anchored and so grounded in trusting yourself and the journey and, you know, the business that you're building and just how you can show up for yourself and your business, that that just begins to feel so much more solid over time. Whereas in the beginning, I was definitely more of like that little like
1: tree waffling in the way kind of thing. Yes. Like bending over. Yes. <laughs> totally feel that. Totally feel that.
0: But I just think like it's one of those things where like it really is the the actions over time and cultivating that trust over time and taking really staying rooted in that alignment. And I Mm -hmm. think that that is one of those things that like has made the biggest difference for me and not feeling like. It's broken or like it needs to happen immediately or it didn't happen the way it was supposed to, or like the constant second guessing that was like so mm-hmm. prevalent in the beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally, totally feel that. And that makes me think about um it kind of in that context, that that groundedness, that rootedness also helps with just feeling really secure and saying what I am and am not available for or what I do or I don't want without necessarily necessarily feeling like I need to like Justify it or give an example of it. So, for example, like if I say uh, I don't want to write newsletters or something like that, I can just say I don't want to write newsletters. Versus in the past, I maybe felt like, well, I don't think I want to write newsletters, but like maybe I could just write like them like less often because I see this other business owner that does that and it seems to work for her. And like kind of coming up with all of these reasons why, versus just being like, actually, I can just make this choice, and I trust myself enough, and I feel aligned enough with that choice that that's the choice kind of thing, if that makes Mm -hmm.
0: sense. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're almost stronger for it, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because then over time, those decisions just feel like yeah, I just like, I just make decisions like that, right? Like it's okay. And it's safe for me to make decisions that are aligned to what I want and what I want to create in my business. And I think that like, that's kind of like the underlying belief there is like, it's not really about the newsletter. (laughs) It's about like, do I trust myself to make decisions in my business that are in alignment with what I want? And Mm -hmm. when we can like, Establish that as the foundation, then all like everything else becomes that much easier because we don't make it about well, like Susie's creating newsletters and you know, but right. it could be a short newsletter or maybe there's a way to do newsletters that I like and like. I mean, you can stay on that train forever if you want to, <laughs> right? <laughs> but do you want to? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. It's time to get really honest with yourself. Are you selling in the way you think you have to, or are you selling in a way that feels really good to you? This simple question may be the key to transforming your sales process from something you downright hate and produces few results to feeling excited every time an inquiry comes in and closing them with more ease than ever before. The truth is it isn't so much about how you sell, though I'll admit I personally have a strong preference for sales calls. It's about your mindset behind it. And trust me, when you transform your mindset, everything shifts with your sales as well. We'll dive into that and so much more on my free sincere sales coaching call. So you can sell in a way that feels good and close more of them because of it. Grab your free 30 minute call today at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales, because I only do a few of these each week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally love that. It totally comes back to just trusting yourself and knowing that the I don't know, this is getting a little bit maybe um I don't know, sometimes I feel like I go a little bit like cheesy, like inspirational poster, but like what you want is is your desire for a reason. Like it's meant to be for you, it's meant to happen for you. And so like trusting that, oh, I want to do it this way, like that's enough. Like that's a good enough reason to go ahead and do it that way, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm all for the inspirational posters. I just gave you like a diatribe (laughs) on tree roots. So it's totally fine.
1: (laughs) I love that. I loved it.
0: (laughs) But like, it's just, yeah, like it's so true. And it's, it's just like, it just makes it that much easier. And I just mean, like, I think sometimes when we say easier, we think like, oh, like our business doesn't shouldn't take any time or like nothing should ever feel hard or Mm -hmm. nothing should ever feel uncomfortable. And like, I definitely don't subscribe to that. But I mean, like it comes with more ease, like it flows with more ease. It doesn't feel like the uphill battle that I mentioned earlier, because we just like cultivate the trust to keep showing up. And I think that's one of those things that made a big difference for me as well. When we go back to, like, not feeling broken, I remember, um, like, I see this with clients all the time, too, like, putting so much pressure on, like, Instagram metrics, right, or, mm-hmm. like, any kind of, like, response rate, like, the worst thing in the world would be to like hear crickets after a post, meaning like no one resonated with it. It didn't land. People don't like that. I'm talking about my business. Like I wrapped so much more meaning into that. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like I've (laughs) – I've almost shifted to this place where like, yeah, it matters to an extent, but it also really doesn't because right. I'm just going to keep showing up anyway, right? Like I'm so rooted in the ways that I show up at this point, And I know what I expect of myself in that area that it's like, I mean, sometimes I like, God knows what's happening with the algorithm. Sometimes I have posts that go out that really don't land. And it's like, sort of one of those things that I look back on when I'm scrolling and I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Okay. Whatever. And like, I just keep showing up anyway. And I think mm-hmm. the more that we can wrap that, like, Oh, I'm not broken. I just, am going to take action anyway. I'm just going to keep showing up anyway. I'm just going to keep moving forward anyway. Like it makes it easier to let the other stuff go. And that's really mm-hmm. what I mean when I say like find more ease. It's just that like, I just don't wrap the same amount of meaning around those things that I did when I was early on in my business. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I completely agree with that. That's actually something that, uh, because I, I kind of use this word and it's, you know, my podcast and everything, this word effortless. and I I've said before that I sometimes get nervous that people are going to take that as like and I don't do anything ever <laughs> kind of <laughs> vibe. And it's like, well, no, I still do work. I still show up. I still, uh, you know, I'm here in my business doing doing the things. But it's coming from this place of of ease and of certainty and of confidence that like what I'm doing is going to work. Kind of like what you're saying, because I'm not going to stop doing it. <laughs> so like, I'm going to keep going in on a long enough timeline. <laughs> Everything always works out, right? Like you just keep finding new ways if you decide that the ways aren't working or you discover that the ways aren't working, you keep going towards the goal, right? And totally. So for me, like when I say the word effortless, I usually have to like with a new client or something do a little bit of a, this uh, understanding around it of like, look, I'm not saying you're never going to work again. I'm saying like let's find a way that you can show up in your business that feels really freaking good and let's look at the things that don't feel good and really question their purpose and if there's ways to do them easier and better for you and if they're aligned for you or if they're like shoulds and, you know, those kinds of things. And that's really, I think, how we get to businesses that we like, honestly, that we like yeah. being in, that we like working on and working in, um, which is In my opinion, way more important than just like hustling and grinding and, you know, working it out. And then you make a million dollars, but you're exhausted and you hate everybody and hate everything (laughs) or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. I totally agree. I think that I really appreciate your definition of the word effortless because of that reason, because it can be so easy to think like, oh, well, she says she has an effortless business. So like she must never work, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. that's like, it's like, no, that's not what we're getting at. Like you still do the work. You still put time and effort towards your business. But it's that it just flows that much easier and i think that's really where you're getting at there so i just love that so much
1: yeah. thank you thank you me too i'm really fond of the word Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's the idea and of the fact that i believe like that's not just available to me that's not just available to you like i think even outside of business like that's just available to all of us in all aspects of our lives and our businesses if we're business owners like we can have that that is an option and i'm really really passionate about helping people to to see that as an option and intentionally choose that as an option
0: yes oh my goodness so good um so i think that you had mentioned that you had a free lesson about saying goodbye to imposter syndrome can you tell us a little bit more about that
1: yeah yeah so i have a lesson about uh, saying goodbye to imposter syndrome and i have noticed even before i was fully stepping into coaching when i was still doing more design work and Um, would occasionally, you know, talk to other designers and try to help them with things like getting clients, stuff like that. I really started to notice that it wasn't the things that I thought that were in their way. It wasn't like how to post on Instagram or how to put together a package or an offer. Like those weren't the issues. The issues really were in believing in their abilities as designers or copywriters or whatever it is that you do, believing in their abilities to do it, believing that they're good enough at it, believing that people would pay for that. And that really kind of stemmed me on this journey through confidence and imposter syndrome and why we believe that we're not good enough and why we believe that we're broken and all of these things. And so I have put together some content, put together a lesson on how to release this idea of, of being an imposter. And it's actually, I mean, I don't want to give away the whole thing, but it's actually <laughs> I think not what most people assume it will be. It's not like I'm just gonna say, you know, fake your confidence until you make it. We're actually gonna dive into why you feel that way and what you can intentionally stop doing to help you not feel that way anymore. (laughs) So hopefully that was teasing enough.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. So we'll definitely drop that in the show notes so everyone can head over there and grab that. And Caitlin, if people love what they heard from you today, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. So I mostly hang out on Instagram. I do a lot of stories now. (laughs) I have no problem with video now. (laughs) Um, But generally, I'm over on Instagram. My handle is at Caitlin S. Kessler.
0: Beautiful. Okay, we will definitely link that up in the show notes. You guys heard it. Go check her out over there. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This was such a fun conversation.
0: Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at to receive your free meditation. And remember, Sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. And it's just like one of those things where we were so easy to go to the, hold on, what am I trying to say here?